What's up, man? Welcome to the basement. What's up? How you doing, man? I'm doing all right, man. Just, uh, you know, living life every day. So it's full of... Oh, uh, dude, I'm a little under the weather. I think we both are. <laughs> yeah, it sucks. So what's up, man? What's going on today? This Bryce Harper thing, man. I feel like once we get out of this, you know, podcast, he's going to end up signing just like Machado did a week ago. Oh, yeah, that'd be funny, right? I mean, uh, see the Phillies or the Yankees. Yankees are in play. No, sorry, Philly, the, uh, the Dodgers. Dodgers, yeah, yeah, Dodgers. The Dodgers, there's a report that said that there's multiple uh, offers. From the Dodgers? Uh, from multiple clubs. Uh, so it's not just them two. Yeah, well. It's probably <clears throat> surprise teams out there. They're, Who knows? People put up in, uh, I saw some stat up there. He has, like, the most home runs at, like, between, like, the Philly Stadium, the Dodgers, and then the Giants. Oh, really? The Giants were a team that would might try to go get them. Yeah. Giants would be an interesting Yeah, because... Fit. Yeah, but I wouldn't sign with him if I, with them if I was him, just because they're not a playoff team. Well, he wants to go to L.A., right? He wants to go, he wants to go West Coast, because it's closer to home. Yeah. He's from Vegas, so, I mean, it's not that far of a drive or, you know, private jet flight from, you know, Vegas to, to L.A., so... I think he'd rather do that than have them, you know, fly from Philly and play in cold weather at the beginning of the season and late in the season. But, I mean, they're a postseason team. I mean, the Phillies are at least. so, And the Dodgers, too. I mean, if he goes to the Dodgers, he's going to be in the playoffs every year. Do you think that he wants to get out of the division? You know? I don't, know I, I don't necessarily think he cares. I don't think he cares I about that. I think he that. just goes with the money is. So, if... But I, it depends, because he was talking about he wants a long-term contract, long-term contract. Well... The only team offering him a long, long-term contract and has money right now is the Philly. You know, the Dodgers, yeah, they're dumping salary. They did that. But they got, they got a lot of guys that are young that are going to need to get paid. So they're either going to need to dump these guys, trade them, or pay them. You know? Yeah. So, I mean, the Phillies, at least, they have a mix already, have a mix of roster guys on their team that are vets that can win now. You know, they add him. They had maybe down the road they could potentially bring home. I think Mike Trout goes to Philly if he if they don't if they don't land Harper, they're at least going to get Mike Trout. Do you think they're going to throw four hundred million dollars on Mike Trout and say, you know, we want you to come home? <laughs> Do you think that there's pressure for the Dodgers to make a move now that San Diego? I don't think there's any pressure on the Dodgers. They got they got good rota- they got a good rotation they got a you know cor- they got an all-star shortstop coming back in Corey Seager right um they got pieces you know they got Turner. pieces they're deep they got a deep you know um bullpen and you know rotation so i don't think that they're necessarily i mean they came in this late you know i mean they were kind of off the the radar you know for over a month and then they just came back in and i think it's i think it's just to see if he would bite the apple you know um Dangling in front of them, hey, we'll give you eighty million for two years. Take it or leave it, you know. Right. Um, so I don't know. It's it's a tough question. Is that man. what the offer was? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just making up numbers. Like something that would intrigue him would be more. You know, he's making more annually. Oh, they get signing for less than three hundred plus. I don't. I mean, that's a long term deal. I'm talking more just like year to year contract. Like he wants to get paid. So. You know, you take a two-year deal now, and then you go and two years down the road, you're 29 years old. Yeah, I don't you can think still, you want that. You can still sign the 10-year deal. It's not a bad you know? move, but... And you're still getting paid $40 million a year. I think he wants his 30 mil locked in, guaranteed $300 million. Yeah, I mean, 
It's it's give and take because if he takes a small term short term contract to go somewhere, he's put he's bidding on his <coughs> on himself to be to get back to that MVP set caliber. If he takes a long term deal, he never gets back to that you know MVP style he played in twenty fifteen. He's gonna be rumored as a bust, you know. Big contract never turned out. I kind of like A Rod. I mean, A Rod, A Rod, you know, hit a lot of home runs. He never won MVPs. It's about he, the bank account. It's about know? the bank account. So, I don't know, man. We'll see. You know, what about uh, what else is going on with so, you? So, uh, Arenado just signed a pretty big deal. Did he? Yeah, like two seventy five. What? Yeah. Today? Uh, yeah, like recently, I think I saw um, some sort of some sort of headline about that. I didn't know that because I was thinking like uh, you know he hits the market where he would go but hey he's I mean he's there you know their cornerstone piece man he's an all-star he's gold glove you know uh, it looks like they're that's probably not official uh, no. they offered him offered him seven years 245 well that is a big deal I mean he you know, he might take it I mean that's they're good. in negotiations that's, that's a good, good, that's good start. You know, you're in that 200-plus <laughs> range, you know. Yeah, but, well, that's a, dude, that's $35 million a year. Yeah, that's so record-breaking That's annual, record annual, annual salary. Yeah, that's more than tra- – that's what I'm trying to say. These guys need to start thinking more of the, the year-to-year salary. Like, guys like in the NBA, they sign these two, three-year deals. But in those two, three-year deals, they're making over, you know, $200 million. But they're only con- their contract's only getting them X amount, but they're capitalizing on – you know all this other shit outside of baseball, outside of the sport that they play. These guys in baseball, they got to take in consideration like all of their other endorsement deals that they can make if they stay, if they go. So you think that in, in ten years, you're gonna people are gonna be laughing and saying, "Oh wow, Bryce Harper's only making or Manny Machado's only making thirty million dollars. The best players are making forty five million a year." Yeah, you know. Yeah, you know why. It's because everybody's trying to say that these big contracts, all these teams are going to want to start giving out these 10-year, 15-year contracts in baseball that are – or 10 years. I think ten, I think anybody that signed – I mean, they freaking signed John Carlos Stanton to a 13-year million dollar – 13-year contract, which is ridiculous, you know. And um, I don't like the big contracts. I don't like big contracts either just because of the fact that unless you've proven that you've done it for four or five years – only person in the MLB right now that I would absolutely throw a contract at is Mike Trout. Only one because he's won MVPs. He's been in top five MVP voting every year. He carries his team. He's not on a good team, but he's still producing. That shows that he doesn't care about money. He just plays. You know what I'm saying? So like, I don't and, care who you are. And the guy almost like Giancarlo Stan. Okay, you know he. He won MVP the year before he signed this contract, or the year he signed this contract. I can't remember when, but like, he didn't have to stick. He took gradual steps. He didn't just come out of the gate and run and was like, "I'm a MVP caliber guy." Trout his like rookie year was like an MVP caliber guy, finishing the top three. Sure. So I mean, it's a it's it goes in hand in hand, man. So like depending Trout, on who you're going to you feel money. safe throwing a lot of money, big contracted. A lot of years at uh, Mike Trout. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's going to have the biggest contract. You can kind of see that. Extra. But I think just the way that the game's trending, I'd like that the Red Sox are getting away from that. Like, I don't care who you, you are. You need to trend away from it. Like, you need fuck to. off. Like, I'm not giving only you thing The only years. thing that's scary is these, these, these contracts that have 
option option years where you can opt out or you can opt in, and it's not the team's discretion; it's the player. So if the player doesn't like the team and he's actually really performing well, but the team is kind of falling off, he can just go, I'm out. Just like a, just like you know Machado, you know. So that team invested five years, you know, half of a contract into a player just like Robinson Cano, you know, signed a two hundred and basically two hundred and something million dollar contract and didn't didn't produce a playoff appearance in Seattle. You know, you got these other guys like Kershaw who you know was getting paid highest pitcher in Major League Baseball, and then first before they started going to the World Series. He was a bust in the playoffs. He would get shelled every time he went on the mound. He was a shell of himself in the playoff postseason versus his MVP versus his, you know, Cy Young award winning self in the regular season. So it depends on you just gotta do this these teams I think they're doing a lot more research on these players and how they are and taking into account like attitude and everything else versus just like they're a good player. But like are you just gonna take the money and shit us up, you know? It's a motivation factor. Yeah. Exactly. It goes in any contract, yeah. any any sport, MLB, like how much NFL. Do you, um, you know, these guys get these big contracts, and do they just don't care anymore, or are they going to actually play better, you know, live up to that contract? And there's not many guys in the major leagues that you're going to give that many that big of a deal to that's going to live up to that contract. And I think Mookie Betts is trending upward in that direction. He's already got an MVP. You know, Mike Trout's got a couple MVPs. You know, and then like, you know, if Mookie Betts is in top five MVP voting, you know, consistently every year, which he has been in the last couple, you know, he could be that next player in the Mike Trout, you know, steps. I'm not, if I'm the Red Sox, I'd try to say, look at the annual versus a long-term contract, you know, give us two more years. We'll give you that mo- the money. Stay in a hometown. We brought you up in the bigs. Stay for the Red. Stay with the Red Sox. We'll pay you. And then, you know, if you you do have this, we'll throw the money at you. If you don't want to produce and you're not and you're going to get hurt all the time, you're injury prone, guess what? We're not going to give you the big contract. Guys that play hard are injury. I mean, Mike Trout missed a lot of time last year with his thumb. And, you know, he's he's missed some games here and there, you know. I mean, he he has good years. It's just that depends yeah, on how, how willing he is. Injury factors. Throw money at you. for me, throwing a lot of money at him, yeah. but. He's an outstanding player. Yeah, look at Kershaw. Kershaw just signed his, his deal, right? Or an extension with the with the, the Dodgers, and he's hurt. What if he turns out to have Tommy John this year? Because his shoulder and his shoulder got inflammation. Yeah. And he get and it stems from him pushing himself in the offseason. Apparently, he pushed himself a little too much to get his velo up because he was down last year. So he did more damage than good, probably to his shoulder, throwing more and lifting up, lifting more weights and putting more strength, strength, you know. On that shoulder. Well, I'm really disconnected, but I'm sort of a believer that these guys look at their, they break their career up in different segments, you know, based upon what their contracts are. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For like, sure. man, he's going to go out and ride 30 mil a year. He's going to, he's going to give, he wants to win over that fan base. You're going to probably get a pretty good effort out of Machado. Yeah. But after the All-Star break, you know, if they're not playoff relevant, what kind of performance you're going to get, you know, yeah. the next year and the year after and about four years from now, you know, three sure. years from now, sure, sure. are you going to get top of Manny Machado uh, for the entirety of that 10-year contract or the, on the back end, if he doesn't opt out on the back end, if you trade him, you know, he's making 30 million a year, seven years from now, yeah. are you getting a, are you getting a Johnny Hustle or are you getting, you know, 
Yeah, that's true. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, and and where is he? You can break it. You can break your career so. in contracts because you, when you come in the MLB, you have to be in a. Con- you can't get a, a major league contract until you're six years of service, which I think is cr- a load of crap. But that's the only, and no one really thinks about. No one really talks about that as much. Like these guys and the way baseball is with contracts, like. You know, you have to play. You know, you have to you have to get paid this contract that you get. You know, out right out of the gate, and then you got to play it through. Even if you go to the majors and you play six years in the majors, like Bryce Harper did, he wasn't getting paid what he was doing. I mean, when he won MVP, he wasn't getting paid like an like these guys that the best player in baseball. So when he in his beginning of his career, he's like, hey, I just won MVP. It means I'm the best player in the National League. I'm better than that guy making thirty. I'm better than this guy making twenty five. I'm better than that guy. So he's looking at his career like, well, if I can try to make it better, you know, make more money, that's where it is. You know, I'm at, I'm at the top of my career right now. I need to get paid. You know, and it goes it goes just hand in hand, like you said. I mean, is he going to give you the effort after he gets his contract or is he not? It, you know, after yeah, he looks at his yeah, contract, yeah. he goes, hey, I got the money. That's guaranteed. Even if I get blown, so say I, I blow out my knee. I don't necessarily retire, but I get contract. I can get paid. There's stipulations in the contract and get paid for the rest of my well, life. Unless you sign so. a big contract, now it's all these little aches and pains for um, oh, magnifying a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. No, I can't play today. I can't go. Yeah, why not? Let's take. Let's sit out. You know. Yeah. Set the deal. Exactly. I mean, I'm, no, that's okay. That's okay. You know, knowing that he's got to get healthy if he wants to sign the subsequent contract. <clears throat> uh, yeah. Shifting gears, I was. I had the ball game on the Red Sox yesterday. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Good. Spring training, they were playing. Um, they were on the road playing the Pirates. Um, and I was listening it to the radio, listening to it on the radio. Yeah. And uh, there's uh, a lot of talk about so Neverth, Tim Neverth is gone, right? They didn't they didn't bring him back. <clears throat> a lot of people were citing like the sport talk, sports talk radio. Um theme, you know, on, so, and it was, it was interesting to listen to it, so, like, as the game's going on, it's not your typical broadcast, no. uh, it's more, they were talking, they were talking more stories, and, it's like, sports, like, you and I sitting here having a conversation, right? Yeah, yeah, they try but, to make it more entertaining, and then it's, all right, then there's a ball just outside, you yeah. know, and then they're back telling a story, and they're having a conversation, like, kind of like you're, it was, it was really strange, it's kind of nice, though, I actually think I enjoyed it. Yeah, I've heard them talking about it on uh, WEI, how, like, the camaraderie and, you know, when you do it, the, the difference between being on TV and doing it versus doing it, you know, on the radio, where TV, you have visual, and then you just need, like, you know, background, and you give stats, and you give, you know, this player and that player, and then you just kind of, you do kind of tell a story, but when you're on the radio, your basically job is to tell the person listening exactly what's going on, you know, the situation. So you're going to have, I think you have that one person that's just sitting there that gives it, you know, yeah, it's the a commentary. And, and then, then then in between, like, the guy flies out. Okay, cool. Pop up. Mookie catches the inning over. And then you can kind of talk about certain things in between that. You got there's, there's just a camaraderie of just being able to intertwine that into the talk in the game, and this which is, is tough. It's tough. This was really like talk heavy. Yeah. Like sometimes I didn't even know what was going on in the game. 
you know, because... Oh, because you just focus just, on what they're doing? Well, they're Which, just having a conversation. They're yeah, like, all right, ground ball first, you know, two outs. I haven't really dealt into And they just a, pick right back up. And, and I don't know how I'm going to like that, especially with Castiglione. I like Castiglione, though. Like, I like his voice. But I like listening to him. handle, you know, can he handle this new format? That's the thing. And they're throwing a lot of guys at him. They throw a lot of different yeah. people at him. So is he going to just... Is it just like, you know, he's going to be like, time out. I need to just... Just do my thing. I need. Castiglione's like a staple. I He's mean, a staple, man. I've been listening. listening I, was, I, used, I used to listen to Red Sox games on the radio, like with my dad. Synonymous con- with the Red Sox consist- radio. Consistently, dude. Like I'd be driving around, you know, my hometown and whatever Sox are on, I throw them on as I yeah. drive home. Even if it's 15, 20 minutes and then I get home and watch a game. But you you hit Castiglione's voice is that one that you've always heard for, for the last 30 years or so, you know, Red Sox games. And... I don't know. I mean, I so I, when I watch the Red Sox games, I like how Remy and Eckersley, they're the best two duo I've ever Oh, Eck's great, man. I really enjoy Eck. Besides, you know, the other, Don Orsillo. I mean, those two were great. Don but, and Jerry had a good rapport. But they were good together. Eckersley, man, like, he he is somebody that, like, he can relate to. He's fiery. He's he's outgoing. He's a lot younger than Remy, so he can kind of, like, or they're right around, I guess they're right around the same age or so, a little younger than each other, but, like, they got that rapport. They were teammates. They both played around the same era of baseball. They got that same kind of insight. Like, baseball commentary is the most difficult thing to do besides NFL. It's the most sport, difficult sport yeah, to do. just ask Jess Mendoza. Exactly. When I listen to her, it's like... Love you, Jess. Her, I know you I know. try hard, but... Yeah, she tries hard, man. She does. And it's, it's just, t- it's it's just, just difficult to, like, take information from somebody that's never... That hasn't... One, hasn't covered it long enough, and... You know, you jump, you don't cover it long enough, so you just, and you jump straight into TV, you jump straight into this stuff, and you haven't covered it long enough to, like, dial in on certain aspects of it, and, and it's just, sometimes it just goes in one ear, not the other, not just for me, but for a lot of other listeners Indeed. in Yeah, it's not baseball. fluent, it's not fluent, and, no. uh, it's like she's, it's like a script, Eck is it's a like ball a script, player. it's like a, it's like it's not, it's not real. Eck's a like ball player through and through, so it just comes out naturally. Yeah, exactly, because so, you felt it, you dealt with it, you, you know I mean, how it is. I mean, the, the yeah, okay, some softball, baseball. It's a lot different aspect. The baseball is completely animal. different sports. It's it's along the same lines, but it, they're not intertwining. So, so uh, moving into the next segment here, but uh, real quickly before we wrap this up. up. Yeah. Celtics, on the road tonight against the Raptors. What do you think? I'm going to watch it, that's for sure. But Celtics coming off two losses. Coming off two losses, man. After the break. Which is sad. Giannis, that was a close game, game, right? They could have won that game, and then they go into Chicago and they get punched in the face multiple times. You play such a tough game on the road against the best team in your conference. You barely lose that game. They had a day off, too, before the game in Chicago. Chicago got in at 1 o'clock in the morning and and came out the next day. I mean, I don't know. I... Um, let's put it this way. Celtics, they need to get that three seed. If they don't get that three seed, it's going to be tough. Real tough. They're not going to, they can kiss number two, you know, seed, number three, number one seed, bye. Unless the Bucks start losing four or five games in a row, and, you know, they, they need, they start tonight, beat the Raptors, okay? You know, gain a game on the Raptors, get back into that. They're in fifth seed. They went from being three seed to five seed within, like, a week and a half. So... Uh, I mean, 
We'll see. Hope I'm, I'm, I think the Celtics win. T- I do think the Celtics win tonight. I think they find a so way to win. They find a way to win. I like Kyrie close. to put this team on his back. And yeah. Drop 35. Kyrie has to outplay. Kyrie's got to, yeah. Kawhi He's got to have a game. And uh, so what about the over-under on Marcus Smart three-point attempts? <laughs> I say under five. Under five? Under five. I uh, hope no. so. I'd say, I'd say five. Max it out of five. Under and nothing over five. I think he takes five or under. You think he shoots forty percent from the field? Smart. Yeah. No, I don't think I don't think he takes that many shots for it to just be like oh if he takes I like six to see shots. Him heat up, man. I like to see him heat up. Mm. I want to see Brown, man. I want to see Jalen Brown do something. I want to see Jalen Brown do something tonight. I want to I see, see Tatum step up. I want to see the whole crew just uh, dude, play I, well. I, I want to see. I want to see exactly what they can do, man. Like. I get it. Okay, so you have all stars in you have all stars in Hayward and Kyrie. Why and and I'll forgive three all stars. Why can't you figure out a way to play together? You know, all three of the every single person, if they put those five guys out, can bang down threes. They can all pass the ball. They're all athletic. Dude, they need to do something, man. Like I don't, I don't. It's gonna. It starts with Stevens, dude. He needs to figure it out. You know that he needs to rile him up. He needs to do something. He needs to come out of his comfort zone because he, if they if they don't do that well this year, they say they end the season in the fifth seed. It's a down year. Not everybody was injured. It's a bad season. So you know what they do? They talk. Hopefully they sign Kyrie and they get rid of these young guys. And it's unfortunate that's going to happen because it's not the young guys' fault. It's Hayward. He doesn't step up. Hayward's not stepping up, dude. And Kyrie's doing everything he can. Double digit assists. And he's scoring thirty, dude. I mean, that's depending on how how many points come off the assist he's doing. He's like he's combined his assist points he's getting and his points. And the way that I he's look doing at all the work. Sort of measure the season is: Are they going to win an NBA championship this year? You know, are they going to win? It? They're not I going mean, to. Not I going think to. they get to the finals, though. I think they get, they found a way, yeah. man, in the playoffs to get to the finals. So I'm kind of just enjoying it. Um, I don't think that they're. They're going to win the championship. So, to me, it doesn't matter. No. It's about what are we going to do next year? What are we going to do the year after that? What are we going to do the next three years? It's, it's, you know? it's what it's what if. What if we lose Kyrie? Who do we bring in? What if we don't get Anthony Davis? Then you know? who do we keep? Then we keep this small core together. with hey, It's a Hayward team. You know, Horford's deal is oh. coming down to the last year of his contract, I think, next year. You know, Horford's on a four-year deal. His year deal's done. Hayward's deal's getting towards the end. <laughs> well, I think the Celtics are, Celtics are catching four points tonight on the road. I take um, I take the four. Yeah, I'd probably let, I'd probably take the Celtics on the money line. Yeah, I think it's like one sixty five. I would do that deal. I I. Thanks for joining us on the basement. I'll see you later. Peace.